Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0-Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the 5-0 Show. I'm Jamie Rothschild, the host of the show, joined by Ed, our ever-patient producer. We want to thank Bonneville for this time each and every week to talk to you about matters of the community because community matters. If you want to learn anything or more about the Silent Witness program, please check out silentwitness.org or you can call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-WITNESS. And if you have any information that leads to an unsolved felony crime, you could get a cash reward of up to $1,000 or in some cases even more. And you're truly anonymous. Today we're joined by two guests. I'm going to represent the Phoenix side of this. We're joined by Barry Bredell again from the Surprise Police Department. Thank you for joining us again, sir. Thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. And Sergeant Sean Clark from the Goodyear Police Department. Sergeant Clark, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, you are in currently in the Community Services Unit? Correct. And so uh, we were talking off air, and, and for those who don't know what happens off air, we've got a room full of cops people who never worked around each other specifically but knew each other indirectly that is the kind of fraternity sorority this career gives you so if you're ever looking for an opportunity to join law enforcement feel like you're part of a team and really a big family we want you to check out your local police department or selfish plug phoenix.gov slash employment or 602-262-6925 oh, good your pd oh, go ahead go ahead in fairness we're definitely PD. recruiting big times so come on over guys I'll, I'll never get you to be a guest again if i don't give you each the opportunity to plug so barry what's the what's the recruitment information well for surprise pd we're always looking for motivated people ready to serve their community because we are community's police and we believe in taking care of each other sergeant clark i'll go ahead i covered you same thing where i mean surprise and and goodyear we work hand to hand together in a lot of things uh, even under investigations and stuff like that so uh, goodyear is definitely a great place to work and and definitely community oriented so and we're looking for some good young men and women to come on over and join us. What, what drove you into law enforcement? Um, I think, obviously, the, the old cliche thing of wanting to help people. Um, but I was also very interested in dogs at the time, uh, hunting dogs and stuff like that. And that was my goal was to be something working with dogs. So and that was actually came to fruition. Um, I ended up starting the canine unit with Goodyear PD and worked canine and SWAT for 20 years. So definitely um, lived out my dream. So definitely a great place to work. We've been doing the show for, well, it's been on longer than seven years. I've had it for seven years. We've interviewed hundreds of folks from law enforcement, and no one has ever said, I knew since the get-go that I wanted to do something specific, like working with dogs, with canines. You made it sound very easy. I started a canine unit. It couldn't have been. Can you talk a little bit about what that was like, starting a unit from the ground up, it was, developing and finding those dogs? Yeah, it was definitely, uh, we had a very unique situation with our department. I had friends in the law enforcement community that were related with canine. And um, when I got to Goodyear, they definitely did not have any um, plans to have a canine unit, but that was my goal with them. And one of my friends, um, I'm sure everybody here probably knows him too, Ralph Pendergast, who's um, he was a canine guy from way back in the in the 80s almost. He had told me about a dog that was being taken out of a unit in St. John's, Arizona, and so we called that chief of police. And sitting in the office with my chief, he's like, "Hey, I see you're trying to get rid of the dog. What do you guys want?" And they're like, "Basically, we need equipment. So whatever you guys can send down." And that's. Our unit started off literally by us bartering and trading 
you know, back then, Polaroid film and uh, some flashlight batteries and stuff. <laughs> Polaroid films, this one that you Uh-oh, shake. Okay. They made a song about it. Um, <laughs> but that's how the unit started. And then um, by the time I was out of there in 20 years, we had five teams. So that's one of the one of the bigger units for its size of department. So a lot of people look, you know, they have a dog or they used to have a dog. And I don't know if a lot of folks have the appreciation that you do for the all the uses, whether they be for their sniffing capability or their companionship or their ability to track people or finding or looking for. To this day, oh, the hundreds and thousands of hours you've put into working with dogs, are you not still amazed at their capabilities and loyalties? It's amazing. And, um, and Mike know, over there knows that uh, my last working dog just passed away last month, but I have two of his sons, too. And so I'm kind of keeping that tradition going on at the house. But not only all of that crime fighting stuff, um, what a huge community thing we can, I mean, getting the public loves canines. So having those dogs out there and having dogs that are social and being around the kids and stuff like that, that's probably one of the big parts of that canine unit too is getting that involvement with the community. You work in community services. I'm from New York. So a lot of, in addition to the dogs, they would bring the horses out. Uh, it was such a community draw. When you show up at a community event with a dog, well, what's the reaction from the folks? Well, you know how it is when the firefighters show up with their trucks. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. And especially when they can get out there and touch them and they don't even need to see the dogs doing bite work or anything like that. It's just seeing a dog that they know is actually a police officer in their mind. So they get to, to get out there and pet them and stuff. And it's it's amazing. It's And you see people that are definitely um, have their their concerns with police officers. But when we bring that dog, it kind of bridges that gap. It's pretty neat. No, I you, you talk about dogs a lot, and you hardly ever look at them as a community relations, community services. I don't even want to say a tool. They're just a, a part of the team. So thank you for what you do. When you talk about community, I, I know for Goodyear, you, you have a tremendous community outreach and, and events that go on all the time. Can you talk a little bit about the mission or upcoming events? What do you want? members of the community to know from either the department's view or upcoming events, or what can people do to better partner with the Goodyear Police Department? You know, with Goodyear, our community is really, it's, it, throughout everything that's gone over, you know, within the last five or six years, um, our community has always been very steadfast with us. And um, we don't even really ask for a bunch from our community, but we always have a lot. So they're always bringing stuff to us. We don't really do toy drives, you know, per se, but we always have piles of toys every year that are, that we um, will usually give them to the patrol officers to haul around in their cars to, to give out during calls. Um, we do have the Southwest Advocacy Center in our city. They do uh, an event there this year that they picked five families that had a struggle throughout the year, and they're going to do an event with them, like uh, some decorating cookies and stuff like that. And we'll have police vehicles out there from the agencies that work in that uh, center. But we'll also gather toys for them as well. Uh, we do have it, – It's um, again, I can't reiterate the fact that we don't request anything, really. We um, It's just basically brought to us. And I have some of the same groups every year. Other t- other years, I have new groups that pop in. I had a new one that's pop in this year uh, that's having a big party at their house for their motorcycle club. And instead of doing a gift exchange, they're just bringing in wrapped gifts for kids, and then they're going to bring them all to us, and, and we'll hand them out, um, whether it's going to be the new life shelter or uh, you know a women's shelter or just have the officers have them to hand out during patrol, which is probably – 
even more uh, meaningful sometimes when you're out on a call for service and mm-hmm. you have a child that's going through a uh, a stressful situation and having an officer give them something. It's kind of cool. Relationships and information sharing are critical. Last question I'll bother you with. Okay. Uh, you have a fentanyl event coming up. Can you talk a little bit about that? We do. It's going to be a fentanyl awareness summit. Uh, it's going to be a pretty big event. We're doing it on January 28th. It's between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. You can register through all of our social media, through Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. And we're going to have breakout sessions throughout the day. Um, it may be a life-changing event that somebody's telling a story about. Um, we're going to have a mock bedroom set up so that people can walk through and we can show them you know, how uh, those drugs are hidden from you know, by children or by young adults. Uh, we'll have some counselors there because for sure we're going to be um, shaking loose some thoughts and memories of uh, traumatic situations. So we'll have counselors there in quiet rooms. Uh, but it's a huge event. This is going to be our first event uh, like this. I, I know that there's some other agencies that have done it in the past, but we'll we'll have um, a drug awareness type of a situation there. We're also going to be um, having having some Narcan training so that some of the uh, people that are there they can actually take Narcan home with them, which is a, a medication that are or uh, that will help subside those incidences with the methanol that's going on. And you know it's a huge problem right now, so. It's a great event. It's timely information. And having the counselors are there, I, I, I think that's brilliant. So that's an amazing event. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Barry, we, we talked to you previously about what drove you into law enforcement. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that, you know, I'll be scrolling through my Facebook feed and, and as time's gone on, I'm like, oh, there's a Facebook Live with Barry and they're launching an owl, an event. It, you seem to be incredibly engaged in community, community events and showing the world who we are as law enforcement. Can you talk a little bit about the community service aspect of the Surprise Police Department? Yes. Um, I think it's well, our department as a whole. Uh, we are geared towards serving the community and making sure that we maintain the great partnership that we have because our citizens um, really support us. They they constantly, like Sergeant mentioned, they're constantly dropping off things to our department for us to have snacks. I've had people... While I've been on patrol or been on an off-duty job, drop off coffee or things like that. Um, and it's great to have that support because, as as Sergeant mentioned, the past few years have been tough for law enforcement. So to know that people still have our back is a huge thing. Um, and the reason why we we do so many of the social media posts and things like that is because we want people to understand, yes, we're law enforcement. Yes, we have a badge, but we are people just like you. We are commu- people of the community as well. And being able to share those events like the hour releasing that our chiefs did and, um, you know, just some of the bigger things that we do is great because a lot of times the media doesn't portray us in the best light. Um, so we want to make sure people see who we truly are when we, you know, have the opportunity to. And it's a, it's a very pivotal thing for us to do because we don't want people to always see a patrol car or see an officer and think, what did I do? We want people to be able to walk up to us, kids to walk up to us if they need help, they need something, or just want to say hi. And uh, I do see that a lot within our community. People just want to talk to us sometimes and not always about law enforcement questions. So it's it's a great thing. And you have an event coming up. Yes, we actually have our toy drive. It's going on now and it's all the way through December 18th. You're able to 
drop off unwrapped toys to us. And um, I'll just name off a few of the places that, you know, can be dropped off. So you can bring them to our department um, off of Statler Plaza, Statler and Litchfield. Um, we have a few other places like Arizona Traditions Golf Course, uh, the Walmart at um, on Bell Road, 13770. And then uh, we have several locations in Sun City Grand and as well as our animal medicine uh, medical center of surprise. And we're doing this because a lot of times during the holidays, um, especially with the prices of everything now, people are having a tough time. So if we're able to give kids toys, stop at a park, you see kids, I've handed out basketballs and stuff to kids out there, it makes a huge difference. They see us differently, and they don't believe all the negative things that that come out of uh, some of the more unique interactions, if you will. I appreciate both of you being here. And, and on a selfish plug, um, you know, whatever patches on your arm, Goodyear, Surprise, Phoenix, uh, I think we're all incredibly proud of the men and women who out, go out and do this job. To Sergeant Clark's point, uh, we, we all stood up in the academy because we truly wanted to help people. And uh, I have the luxury of working around some amazing men and women in Phoenix, and I watch them go out and serve. Um, they, if we could find out what they're doing, I would love to tell the world and put it on social media. But as you both know, our officers, all of our officers do things so quietly, so under the radar and for such pure motives. Uh, so to the community, I'd like to say, if you if you see uh, someone from law enforcement, maybe they're eating, I know that the, the, the first reaction is, well, I don't want to bother them. Uh, those thank yous and acknowledgments, if you're willing, mean the world to us. You're not bothering us to tell us thank you. You're not bothering people just to say, hey, we appreciate you. Um, nobody signed up for the thank yous, but they're really nice when they're there. So for everybody who serves on uh, or in the Goodyear Police Department, Surprise Police Department, the Phoenix Police Department, who are going out on these holidays, particularly when the rest of us are home with their families, we want to give a very special thanks, not just to them, but to their families for sharing them with us and for the amazing acts of kindness and giving that are going to go on during these holiday seasons and days coming up until next week thank you for your support and stay safe you've been listening to 50 info on arizona's news station ktar news 92.3 fm for more about silent witness go to silentwitness.org that's silentwitness.org or call 480-WITNESS that's 480-948-6377 